Where do you go for comics new and old? Where do you see your favorite television and movie stars? And where do you go to see the best in cosplay? Wizard World Comic Con. Wizard World Comic Con offers live entertainment and gaming, comics new and old, cosplay, toys and memorabilia, and a chance to meet your favorite television and movie stars. For news, celebrity updates, and tickets to future shows, go to wizardworld.com. Don't feel like paying full price? No problem. Use promo code CANDARE at checkout to get 10% off your tickets. So, where are you going to go for your pop culture fix? Wizard World Comic Con. Go to wizardworld.com for tickets. Hi, this is Lou Ferrigno of the Incredible Hulk. You are listening to the Can Air Podcast, and you better keep listening because you won't like me when I get angry. everyone and welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Collins. I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And we have a special episode for you this week. We are bringing you our, well, I'd, I'd typically say coverage, and we have a little bit of coverage, very little, but uh, we're doing our coverage of the uh, Wizard World 2019 Columbus Comic Con a little differently this year. More uh, of an experience than coverage. Yeah, yeah. Typically we just uh, record, what, three to four interviews in Artist Alley. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll try to grab a uh, interview with a celeb or two and then, you know, fill the gaps in with narration and put it out as an episode. But we never really give our opinions, and I think that's what uh, Wizard's looking for when we uh, read our email. You know, they say they're looking to improve their experience based on our opinion. So let's quit being a bunch of yes men (laughs) and uh, say, let's call it for what it is. All right, they're not here. It comes. (laughs) So, but uh, before we do all that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Cand underscore Air. And if you like what we're doing, want to support the show, head over to uh, Patreon.com forward slash CandarePod or follow our link on CandarePodcast.com. And for $5 a month, you can get access to our Patreon-only show, the Candare Patreon Pod. Title makes sense, right? And um, you get total control there, too. We give you guys the reins to the episode. You tell us what to talk about, and by God, we'll talk about it. That's I'd insane. buy that for a dollar. Yeah, yeah, and we're, we're really racking our brains to trying to think <clears throat> of new content to, uh, you know, make the Patreon a bit more spicy. Mm-hmm. We, want, we want something really original, a really cool album is what I would like to have. Something, I don't know. I something just don't unique. know. Very. Will it be? Probably not. But hopefully it'll still be fun and our listenable. version of something else that someone yes, else yeah. that's what it'll be more than likely. <laughs> more than likely. So we'll just have to see. What else do we have, gentlemen? Uh, Jack, you, you got some news on Wizard, right? Wizard World Madison is this weekend, October twenty fifth, sixth, and seventh. And if you plan on going, use promo code Candare or buying your tickets online to save ten percent. There it you is. You should do it because they are expensive this year. Yes, they are. <laughs> Con tickets are always expensive. I don't care where you're going. They're expensive. Faux show. Yeah. What else we got? Anything? I think that's it. Cool. All right, guys. Well, let's talk about this Wizard World Comic Con 2019 Columbus, Ohio. My first um, thing was I was just bummed that it was in October. Yeah. For the past, what, three years, it's been in uh, July. And has it for mm-hmm. July or August? Yeah, it's always okay, been August, like very been like hot summer out. Yeah, I know. It's I always remember being hot because yeah, so the bead of sweat steadily <laughs> dripping down the center of my back the whole time I'm there. Maybe I'm the only one who liked it being in the summer, but uh, it was just a staple of summer for me. And, and this is nothing that you know Wizard World did wrong. I mean, I'm sure it was in October because of scheduling. There's other people mm-hmm. that need to use the convention center. Yada yada yada. I get it. But um, so just personally, I was really bummed it wasn't in July or August. So about you guys, I was excited that it was going to be a little cooler because it's been sure. kind of miserable inside there with as many people as there are. It gets pretty stuffy, pretty hot and stuffy. Yeah. And that's just a yeah. reason to be sick for the week after. 
Right. Con just incubate, incubating all the time. Yeah. I was going to say the <laughs> con crud incubator. Yeah, yep. Right. yep. 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 So where do we start, guys? I, I would. I, um, overall, quick opinion of the con. Uh, I wasn't very impressed, really, honestly. Yeah. Compared to the last three, four years we've gone. Yeah. So last year was my first year ever attending it, and I thought it was halfway decent last year. And this mm-hmm. year it just kind of felt like it was, I don't know, yeah, just kind of like a lot of last minute, just kind of afterthought kind of stuff. Very last lackluster. Yeah. The floor design wasn't... Um... It's like, hey, we only have this many vendors. Let's try and organize it so it looks full. Type. Let me start this episode really quick by saying I had a great time this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm being I'm being serious. Like I, I did too. Yeah. You know, we went Friday night, we went Saturday, and you know, we not only were there, but we went to the toy store up the street. After the con, we went and had a beer with friends at the arcade. Mm-hmm. So just overall, what a fucking fun weekend it, yeah, was. it was. Had a, a great time. My yeah. legs and back are still killing me. <laughs> did on day. Yeah. 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 For sure, yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, it was it was lackluster, especially it's compared to last year. I mean, walking in last year, you had the Mike's Hard Lemonade thing there that right. were like giving you free samples, the mechanical yep. bowl. There was stuff happening all around you, any which direction you looked. And um, this year, just there was a stage, and to the right, there was nothing. It was a big void there. Yeah, there was it just no seems big statue like a, of the Hulk like there had been the past couple of years. It just seemed like someone or something big backed out. And I understand that they probably plan these shows based on the numbers that from the previous year. Right. So maybe, you know, they spent too much money last year, maybe. Maybe there was mm-hmm. too much happening and they didn't get a return, so they had to tone it down. No businessman, especially one for uh, Wizard World. But I'm sure there's a numbers reason as to why that is, you know? Yeah, it just seemed like some stuff was missing. Like, uh, you and I had remarked that the big t-shirt tower wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there was karaoke there this year. Was there that last year? No. I don't remember. No. But, you know, that's it's a funny thing. Because <laughs> karaoke is fucking infectious. I've never done it personally, but I would do it. And if I were going to do it for a first time, I think I would do it at the con. Okay. And when... Um, that would actually be a good place to do it because... A lot of people go there and do stuff that they wouldn't do anywhere else, like, I mean, cosplayers. I mean, uh, typically at a con, acceptance amongst your peers is like a big yeah, theme, yeah. you know? That's so fair. no matter what you're doing, you're going to get support. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw it in action. We saw some tone-deaf people <laughs> getting <laughs> some applause that they didn't really earn. But, um, feel but bad kudos for, the, for trying, I mean, and getting yeah, up. Yeah, there, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey. I, mean, I did feel I? bad about the guy in the booth directly across. Yeah, there. that would have been that brutal, man. Horrible. But, um, when Chris, our friend that was with us, uh, said that he had thought about it, I kind of thought, man, well, if he does it, I'll do it. You right. know, like I started to think about it, but that was about the time we were taking off for the day. I was like, yeah, let's just go. Right. Um, I don't need to answer that question on the, at the end of Saturday when I'm tired as fuck. <laughs> I guess my point with that was I, I, I don't mind it in and of itself, but it was like almost competing with the other stage. So it was just like a bunch of mismatched. Yeah. And going. the yeah. other stage was doing karaoke at certain points as well, too. Right. So, yeah, it was kind of confusing when you heard it's like, I don't know. It's, it's like, like shit you'd hear at like a country bar or something. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. Tone deaf karaoke, but <laughs> I don't know. At the same time, I didn't mind it. I they looked like they were, had a game going too, like they had like uh, like a bop it kind of thing. Okay, like trivia. And, game and maybe or that's something that Wizard didn't even do. Like maybe that's just somebody who paid to have a spot and mm-hmm. brought their shit in. I don't know. You never know. Speaking of some, okay, uh, we're, we all expect to get gouged a little when we go to things like this. But did we all happen to see the Delorean? Mm. The DeLorean you couldn't take a picture of? Correct. Which is, again, that's par for the course. It's getting fucking ridiculous, though. This There was a guy who had a, um Infinity Gauntlet on his table. And just to take a picture of it was $2. $2, yep. Are you serious? I yeah. saw that yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's... I walked by the DeLorean and saw a banner that had a li- pricing list. And I thought, what the fuck is this? How could you possibly have this much to charge? So there's the basic package, which we're all cleverly named, like the the McFly package, the Doc Brown package, Mm. you know. But it was like um, just to stand next to the car, like 10 bucks. 
to stand next to the car with door open. And these aren't, I'm just guessing, (laughs) but this is approximately what it was. To look at it for more than 30 seconds. Yeah, with the door open and your hand on the door, 15 bucks. To sit inside, 20. To get a picture of yourself inside with the flux capacitor in the picture, $25. What? Yes, it was Was meticulous as fuck. Man. I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's... I don't know. If I were putting on a show, I'd be like, dude, that's a bit much. You have a cool car, but, I mean, we went to that rinky-dink con that had three DeLoreans out front. Right. So it's not like they're impossible to get someone right. else. He was praises, praising himself that it's one maybe a one step away from being movie accurate. I will it's, say it's it very, had a lot more bell and whistles. Yeah. Yeah, I'm it, not saying it doesn't look good, but I mean, ha, I mean some self-respect. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, conversely, they had like another booth on the other side where they had like a Jurassic Park, like um, the Jeep, set, Jeep, the Jeep, yeah, yeah, Jeep yeah. yeah. And I walked up to the guy, I was like, hey, my, my kids love Jurassic Park, do you mind if I just snap a picture of it? He's like, yeah, sure. And I mean, yeah, they charged you to like get in get it, in, but... Yeah. They had no problem just walking up and snapping a picture. And see, I don't know if that's how the DeLorean people were or not, but I would imagine probably not. No, no they, they had didn't. signs all over, do not take pictures of this. Yeah. Oh, they did. Oh, see, yeah. I, I missed that Yeah, altogether. like all the way around. I was so flabbergasted by the pricing list. I was like, oh. Randy was not. talking to the guy, and he was saying, he's like, yeah, I got I got people that you know will stand out around the area to make sure no pictures are getting taken. Yeah, it's like a freaking celebrity like level it's like Lou Frigno standing there. <laughs> I mean, you know, it kind of is. I mean, you know, these vehicles, like generally, or the supernatural car, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're characters just as much as the people who drive them. They really are, but yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I mean, kudos for, to the guy for being so passionate and like putting it together and making it look amazing, but I mean, it's a family-friendly con. You're going to get kids there. But we've been seeing the same guy at cons, and this just seems to be... like when I think when we first saw him in Cincinnati, it was like five years ago, and it was pretty basic. $10 for a picture, 15 if you want to get in it. Mm-hmm. I think that's all it was. And yeah. it's, I don't know, just it's, seeing the evolution the come around. And, and, yeah. yeah. And he had just finished that maybe a month ago. He said. Oh, he got some bills to pay. Yeah, that's what yeah, this. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's got to make a return on his, his investment. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't even forget. I forgot to tell you the worst part. So I stood there after I read the sign and saw some, some poor sap walk in who'd paid the money. And you couldn't go and just make your pose. This dude took him over there, like stood him, he took like kind of led him by the waist, stood him in a very particular spot, took his left arm and positioned it on at his hip and positioned his other arm onto the car. He like positioned the photography studio. Yeah, he posed them exactly in a particular way they had to be. Wow. Was it for the benefit of the picture or was it the benefit of, okay, don't touch that, 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 I think that's exactly what it is. The benefit of don't take more than you've paid for. You know what I mean? (laughs) Don't break my flex capacitor. But it was just, it was really gross to see personally, I thought. But again, you know, um, it's always cool to see the DeLorean, even if you can't take a picture of it. You know, you're at a pop culture fest, but I'd rather see the Batmobile personally. 66 Batmobile? No, Keaton. Oh. Keaton oh, yeah, Mobile. Definitely. Or a Tumblr. You know, any of them, really. Tumblr would be badass to see. That would be. Just yeah. to see how big it actually Even is. the Adam West one. I love that car. I've yeah. seen it, but been there, done that. But Not the Batcopter. That thing didn't impress me too much. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah. Big bubble helicopter. Didn't they have the boat, too, at one point? Or like a jet ski or something like that? They had like a small watercraft. The Cincinnati, I think, the one year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the bike, Batgirl's bike, the one year. That's what it was. Yeah. With doily, like, lace on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, you know, I guess that's a little bit of our bitching there, right? Do we have any other big complaints, really? Vendors. There's yeah. no Vendors, toys yeah. there. No, what? One dump bin, I think, I found of figures. Yeah. And that was it. I'm a toy connoisseur. And mm-hmm. I know, uh, again, everybody who t- attends these things aren't. I was impressed with the level of comics that were there. I will say, there was yeah, there was a good amount, which and is they were good to pricey. see. Yeah, yeah, because I came home with more comics this year than I think I've ever come home with in a con. Yeah, I don't usually buy comics, I, and I 
got yeah. a few too. Yeah, I came home with a stack of good shit. I cannot wait to read. So I was happy that you know the primary the primary thing I bought at a comic con was, was comics. comics. You know? <laughs> those comics you did get, like some of those are really nice for the like really yeah. good value. I got some. Uh, I got some like uh, early eighties, late seventies Avengers. Uh, you know, taking down the Yellow Jacket, and I got a Silver Age book that's reprint of Golden Age stories so like Stanley written shit and oh my god they're gorgeous yeah. I can't wait to yeah. display them someday but A Team number yeah, one that Randy found right, yeah. uh, and then Inferno City Firehouse from our friends that were there Brian E. Lau so um yeah lots of, I brought home some cool stuff cool stuff that only I find cool no one else here would find cool looks like the Dragon Ball set that I yeah, picked up. But see, many people awesome. would find that cool. Yeah. Many people yeah. find that cool. Many people don't find that I found a sugar crisp cereal <laughs> toy. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Jeremy gives a shit. I mean, I know it comes with the territory, but I feel bad for a couple of those vendors. Like you had the, the gutter guard chick there, and I started. Didn't, to ask didn't her, you go like, ask her? Like, I started to and got interrupted. But it's like you know, I, I get they're probably like advertising, but how many people are actually going out there and like, <laughs> you know, I think I do. I am sick of no. I can't see it being worth the money, and these people Mm -hmm. just keep coming back. There's no way they get a return. I think that those companies sponsor the show. That That that's like that's how they get and that's how they get a table there. That makes sense, which makes a little bit of sense because I think that was the only non. Genre business that was there. there was I didn't some, see State Farm this year. No, no. There no. was um a uh, the what's the food ordering like fresh not fresh time um like you order meals to your house. Blue they, Apron. The other one. Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh. They oh, had it really? There, yeah. Huh. Really. Hmm. I know the uh, gutter lady. She's like, "Are you tired of cleaning out your gutters?" I'm like, "I don't clean out my gutters." Lady, half Randy, these people. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, lady, half these people probably aren't getting up on ladders. <laughs> do you see this eight foot tall Groot here? He does not lead, need a ladder. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I just felt bad for her. I mean, yeah. what a position to be put in. Mm-hmm. It's what a position to be put in. You boring know? as hell. Well, not only that, but I mean, just everyone that walks by, it's like the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, I mean, speaking from experience, I used to work at a kiosk at a mall back in the day, and yeah, I'm sure she was probably getting the total like, "Don't make eye can't contact, walk on by." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like you're invisible. Yeah, poor gal. Yeah. Anyway, guests kind of lackluster this year too. Yeah, they were. As far as like celeb guests, well, what last year was Jason Momoa, the year before was Chris Hemsworth. It was just really toned down. It yeah. went from eleven to six, I think, something like that. You know, it. it I don't know. Again, T-shirt tower gone. Artist Alley seemed very sparse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last year, it was spread around. Was incredible, was. and I think we boasted endlessly about that. Just yeah. the fact that it was the first year at a mainstream con that Artist Alley had just was packed full of great talent, and. When you went to walk down it, you were just elbow to elbow with people. It was like two to three aisles of people. This year was... I think it was two, wasn't was there? Two? Two aisles that were like really densely populated. Yeah, maybe yeah, I'm maybe wrong. I don't recall, but... Um, two and a half. There we go. We'll meet in the middle. <laughs> but I don't know. It just seemed very sparse. You know, we went to, went to get interviews, and... Not that I have any problem interviewing the same people, because I have. And, I mean, I did get one interview with the gentleman we're going to be playing here in a little bit. Actually, I'm just going to throw it in right here. I got to talk to uh, James Morris, who's been on the show before out of uh, Nashville, Tennessee. But he does music, writes books, and he's currently trying to uh, get... Well, they started a Kickstarter, actually, on the weekend of the con, the 18th, for a game called Swords and Spaceships that I'm just going to uh, let him explain to you in this interview right here. Sounds like my kind of game. I'm standing here at Wizard World Columbus 2019 with James Morris, the multi-talented James Morris, who's been on the show uh, once before. It's awesome to talk to you in person. James, thanks for taking a few minutes to talk to me, man. It's my pleasure. Thanks for stopping by. It's great to see you. So as far as uh, what you've been doing here this weekend at the con, not only are you here, you know, pushing your books and stuff, but you've also been doing some live performances as well, right? Yeah, I'm here playing my music. I do at all the Wizard Worlds I go to. I performed yesterday, which is Friday. Um, I don't remember the time I did, to be totally honest with you. And I'll be performing tomorrow at 1. At 1 o'clock. I'm afraid by the time people hear this, it might be too late to make it to that. But 
nonetheless, we can push the website and uh, get people to your album and stuff. Looks like you're selling CDs over here as well. Yeah, we've got uh, my most recent album, Catch Fire, and the EP before that, which is um, Speed of Dark. We're working on new music, though, so hopefully we'll have something in the near future. Okay, and you have a digital catalog as well? Yes, you can find it all online, Spotify, iTunes, all that. We should have links at my website, jamesmorris.com. Perfect, perfect. Well, one thing I need to talk to you about before we walk away here is you have a Kickstarter starting, or what is today? It's, it's already started. It's yesterday. So, yesterday, wow. For a game called Swords and Spaceships, can you tell me about this game? Yeah, so my little brother and I uh, co-developed a sci-fi tabletop RPG, kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, which okay. more people would know the name of. Right. Uh, and we really wanted to take the science fiction idea that I love and he loves and make it more accessible to the average player, which I definitely count myself a part of. Sure. Uh, so we took a couple core ideas we see in sci-fi books, TV, and films, and that's, we, we looked at the duality of a character, which is what they are as themselves and what they are on a ship, uh, like, you know, Han Solo as a person, Han Solo as a pilot, okay. as well as the iconic weapon. So instead of swapping out your gear every time you find better stuff, you can use a, a huge list of mods we have to make your own unique piece. Wow. So that modification and the your character, your gear approach is really what we wanted to capture with this. The detail, the amount of detail you're telling me is just, it's almost overwhelming. How much time did it take to, um, and I don't mean overwhelming no, in no, a bad no, no, way. No, I got you, I got I just, you. <laughs> I mean, man, it must have taken forever to put something like this together um, and make it work correctly. We've been, we've been at it for about a year and a half, um, maybe a little bit longer seriously at it for a year and a half probably two years grand total and we're still fine-tuning it as we're going for the kickstarter okay which you know we've got the development almost done so that's not what we're looking for but artists you know they can't eat exposure sure so we need to have a way to help finance them so that we can get art to include so the kickstarter by the time it ends the game will have almost already been developed and ready to be produced or Correct. So we've okay. got almost all the rules, almost everything there is figured out. Okay. We just need to put it together in the book, and for that, what the Kickstarter's for is we need art so that we can have it be more than just a wall of words. And we've had we've featured so many different artists on this show, maybe someone will hear it and reach out, maybe hopefully. Well nice. go to jamesmorris.com, find my email, shoot me one, let's talk about it. We'll see what we can do for you, man. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day again to talk to me, man, and we'll push that Kickstarter for you. Do you what day does it end? Uh, or are you sure? Or, I think it's 35 days from today, okay. so... You don't got to do that math. I'll yeah. find that and put it Sometime in that post. Sometime in November. Sometime, Sometime in November. November. Fair enough. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for talking. James, thank you. All right, and once again, that was the interview I got with uh, James Morris. Head over to jamesmorris.com, and uh, also I'll be attaching a link to the Swords and Spaceships uh, Kickstarter uh, to the social media for this episode. I want the website as well. Cool. There were a lot of people in Artist Alley that we've had on the show already, which, I mean, isn't Wizards doing or anything, or, you know, anyone's problem than but ours. Right. But um, again, I have no problem interviewing someone again for the show. I actually have a duplicate, or not a duplicate, but an interview with somebody from the con that's been on the show before that I'll play a little bit later here. But um, that being said, I mean, the um, well, that was what? Like Source Point Press, those gentlemen we've had on. There's uh, Travis Horseman, who we've had on the show, and um, then Brian E. Lau right. and John Orlando both were Chris there. Chris Williams. Did the summons, Chris Williams. summons book. I would have liked to have got an interview with him, but yeah, he, he was, was busy. busy the whole time. Every time we walked by, he had his face down on a commission. Yeah, and yeah. I don't, I can't blame anyone. He's a great artist. Yeah. He put out some good stuff. So I'd love to catch up with him next time. But um, I don't know. I just it was very anticlimactic. Very thin. Yeah, I guess that's probably kind of the price to pay for being at the same place for six years, <laughs> over and over. And yeah. You start seeing. I mean, maybe it's we've become so desensitized. Maybe it's as spectacular as it was the first time we went, and we just don't see it that way anymore. But I don't think so. No, because this is, was only my second, first time being like on the other side of it, yeah. not an attendee, and it just 
I don't know. Yeah, I just... Yeah, last year was pretty damn cool. You remember they had, like, a whole anime section? They had, like, Japanese vending machines in arcade games. They had... uh, There was a lot of, like... There was a few different t-shirt vendors that I had stopped in and wanted to buy stuff up from because they were pretty cool. Actually, I think we follow them on Instagram now. I still look at their stuff all the time. Mm. So just the fact that there were vendors there that weren't toys that were catching my attention was great. Um, Celebs were nice. Yada, yada. Yeah, just, I don't know, just a very boom, 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 boom mm-hmm. kind of yeah. feel this year. But um, anyway, is there any th- other th- things we need to address? I think it's good that we put these things out on top. I just, I want to kind of address something in a positive light. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys know, I didn't pay attention last year, but the cosplay this year, to me, seemed really cool. I don't, I was kind of walking around getting pictures and talking to people, and it really kind of made me happy to see there were a bunch of like families there doing like family cosplay yes not necessarily like all like together but you know we had a uh, one that did like the entire cast of toy story that was a family that's um, exactly what i was just about to pull up that was my favorite family cosplay there was another one who the dad was deadpool um the mom was freddy krueger and the, the daughter was harley quinn it was just it was a lot of real camaraderie in the cosplay that I noticed and that was just really cool to me I wonder if it just stood out more because there was less people because being there on Saturday I mean I know I got there a little bit later but we were usually around about that time and it seems like it's still pretty busy but if it was just because the the people that don't cosplay were so much less it was more visible to see the people that did cosplay and it could be and like I said the first year of me actually paying attention to it I could say one way or the other Mm. I just you know, I, I saw a lot of people that put a lot of thought and hard work into their outfits. I mean, we had a oh, Mega yeah. Man. We had uh, Darth Jar Jar, which just cracked <laughs> me up. It was a um, good... I liked that one better than the one we'd seen in Cleveland. Mm. I don't think it was the same one. Um, there was a really kick-ass uh, Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. Like, he had was walking around with the Slim Jim was doing the voice. Like, it was mm-hmm. phenomenal. Um, just so many great... You had already mentioned the group, but, I mean, what a what a amazing costume that was obviously it's a guy who's on what like five or no like foot foot and a half risers on his feet oh, yeah. yeah yeah you know and um i i can't what was that like kind of like foam noodle, like pool noodle kind of things it looked like to be spray painted it was maybe made of that kind of material that, yeah. he maybe dremeled the the like the lines for the wood yeah do it for the yeah. detail yeah the mat the face was very impressive the face was really good it, yeah it was it was a very cool outfit and i can't imagine how hot that thing would be to wear oh i know yeah which is probably benefit to- you would have to put some kind of ventilation system in that thing oh, you totally. would just die wouldn't yeah. you that or just not wear anything underneath it it's like the uh, the Chewy's <laughs> <laughs> the Chewy suit uh, Chewy's suit from Star Wars that had the built in like the tubes. I tell you guys that hmm. from that video when we went to the museum to check out uh, all the outfits, they had built like a kind of like a radiator cooling system out of tubing inside the suit. Oh, that's awesome! That also, just circulate the water and keep circulate cool, cool okay. air through yeah. or cool water through those tubes yeah. inside the suit to keep him cool. Yeah. And I just thought, damn, yeah, cause that's, that's hot, man. Yeah, because that was like actual like yak hair and shit. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how hot that dude had to have been in there? I know the guy that originally did the uh, all the stunt work for Godzilla, the original Godzilla, like passed out multiple times because he was just in a big rubber suit that had no ventilation whatsoever. No way, yeah. I couldn't do it. No. I'm claustrophobic, man. There's, I, mean, I couldn't do it. I'd freak out. I'd freak out. Um, one, one of the coolest things though, I, I, you guys got there before I did Friday cause I had to work a little later. So right. I got there at like six 30 and I'm walking in the door and I don't even hit the door and I hear this. And for those of you who don't know what this is, this is the Coming Out of Their Shells tour (laughs) soundtrack for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think Pizza Hut did that, right? Pizza Hut sold it uh, in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. And uh, boy, to be a kid at that time was fucking fantastic (laughs) because we ate it up, didn't we? Heck yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, that was great. Did you have that album? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about it a couple episodes back when we were doing the Ninja Turtle stuff. Perfect. Well, it was funny because, uh, you know, not only that was like the best thing to walk in on. Any listener of the show knows I'm a Turtles fan. So to walk in on these retro suits, uh, you know, from my childhood, playing these songs from my childhood was so cool. Mm-hmm. Now, when we saw him on the second day and Chris was with us, Chris <laughs> got, was laughing and having a time watching it. But he looked at me and saw I was like singing along and wording yeah. it. The look on his face of disbelief. That was hilarious. Like, the fuck? How do you know this music? That's the, Misty was the same with me because I was sitting there just bellowing out right with it and she was just like, how do you... I've never heard this before. Yeah. I'm like, how did you not? And it was funny because we were, uh, what, like two aisles away on the second day yeah. and like we were in the middle of a conversation and we heard two notes come out of a song and like conversation stopped and we ran. Yeah, that was <laughs> Turtles, hilarious. turtles, turtles! Yeah, I think I was out doing... I was like walking around or something and I was looking for you guys and I heard that. I'm like, oh, I know where they're, they're at. Yeah. <laughs> and you gotta give it again to Kato Kalen. That mm-hmm. dude's got some energy, man. Yes, and he, he just never freaking stops. He, I don't think he takes a break all day long, it seems like. He's I think he ducks, he ducks out a few minutes here and there. I think like when they're doing maybe well, karaoke, he'll take a break or something. But yeah, for the most part, that dude is out there grinding it. Yeah. And um, he just makes me tired watching him, yeah. you know? But uh, he's so good at what he does. And, you know, I'm going to be emceeing at this... Well, we are going to be right. emceeing at this Torgs thing uh, coming up in May. So... Um, I think I'm going to be looking more to Kato for tips and shit, like watching his... Sensei Kato. (laughs) (laughs) Sensei Kato, Kalen, yeah. But um, I got a... When we first got there and we were watching that first song, he was right next to me. And I thought, man, he's gonna he's gonna turn and do something. I feel it. Oh, you know? yeah, it's yeah. A, put the mic right yeah. in your face. He's so high energy. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm getting the camera ready. So I just kept it on the turtles, but ready to turn it at an instant. And sure enough, man, here come the chorus of the song. He whirled around with that microphone. <laughs> I get the camera in his face. He just pizza power. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, it was so funny. I don't know. You have to. I was going to say you had to have been there, but you can be there. The video's on uh, Instagram and on Facebook, so check it out. It's funny, but anyway. I have to say that was the highlight of the con for me both days was... Seeing the turtles. 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 Yeah. Mine too, <laughs> for sure. I mean, seeing friends, of course, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, the nerd out shit, definitely. Yeah. The, the con-wise part of the day, yeah, it was definitely the, the turtles. Sucked yeah. that there was only three songs, but those guys had to be... Dying in there, right in that rope. It was a form of validation because I mean, I talked with you about it, but I know now you are aware of it, but I have never found too many people who remember it or held it dear, Mm -hmm. you know. So to see these songs and all these characters out there, you know, bringing it back and shit, Splinter was getting it that second, yeah, he was, he was was just loving life during that last song. The rest of the weekend, yeah. Misty had pizza power stuck in her head. She's like, I can't get that song out of my head. So then I'd start singing it and just throw yeah, it back I, in I and make it stronger. immediately pull the album up on Apple Music <laughs> and uh, start listening to it today at work just because I, I couldn't get it out of my head either. <laughs> but um, anyway, well, we've talked cosplay. We've talked the Turtles. We've talked Kato. What else we got to talk about? Let's see. Um, Henry Winkler. Hmm. Let's talk about Mr. Winkler. The Fonz. Now, I had um, we had put in a request to interview with him, and those things are never guaranteed. I totally right. get that. Right. Um, there's been interviews we've been shot down for, and again, I get that totally. These people are there to work. This is their job. They're making money. They right. don't need us piss ants up in their face if they don't want us in their face interrupting the cash flow. We always right. know it's a shot in the dark, so it's not a real letdown when we yeah. get it. So. You never get your hopes up when you go to do stuff like that. And there's people like you know John uh, of PVD Cast who just goes kind of, and I hope he doesn't take offense to me saying like half cocked, but he, I don't know, he's just good at on spot interviews. I'm not. I need mm. to prepare. Where you know he's just seeing what he can get, and in that instance, getting a conversation. I you know I I don't know. I need to go in more structured than that. If I go in cold, just be, hey, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> you having a good day? You so know, uh, it's like uh, what a just Chris sm- Farley interview. Yeah, yeah. remember when <laughs> did, you did, did this you like that? That was cool. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that, but you know John can pull it <laughs> off. Jeremy can't. So anyway, again, I put in the request for Henry Winkler, and we had never heard anything back, and just everything. <laughs> 
everything I had always heard seemed to lead that he's just a pretty pretty nice freaking guy. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always heard. Yeah, yeah. accommodating so, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I decided. Well, I've seen Henry at these cons several times. We recorded a panel of his like in 2014, and, like and I loved it. It was a great panel, Jumping mm-hmm. the Shark, which I think he did the same thing at this con yeah. a few years later. So um, I decided, you know, interview or no, I'm going to go up there and get a picture with him and, inter- and a photograph, and, you know, I'd like to t- just talk to him for a couple minutes. And so I walk up there. There's nobody in line. I'm, I walk straight up. And I think, like, there's someone else that walks up behind me. And Henry, he he walks toward me, but just looks through me. Yeah. And says, what can I do for you? Doesn't look me in the eyes. Looks past me. And I said, um, (laughs) well, I I was here for a, you know, picture and autograph I was hoping for. Yeah, just head up to that table. I'll meet you there. And just starts to go and talk to the people behind me. That's when, yeah, he came to me right behind you. How can I help you? So I went up there, and there's a that dude at the table was nice. And he's like, uh, what picture would you like? And I, so I said, I guess I'll take this one. He said, okay, cool. And he took it and handed it to me. I said, all right. And I'm standing there, and I turn around, and I see Henry fraternizing with the people out, in, out on the floor there who haven't paid. I've paid money he's trying to get that dollar dollar bill y'all yeah. at this point okay well fucking humor me i right. just gave no, you my no. cash i'm not saying and he yeah. leaves to go talk to them so i i got frustrated and i looked at that dude I was like what am i doing it's like what do i do he goes he'll be back <laughs> i was like okay so he came he came over he goes okay uh, what's your name Said Jeremy. So all right, and he started writing. And I spelled it. I spelled it because I just it was full steam ahead. He wasn't stopping. <laughs> and I said, "Hey, you know, I just wanted to you know tell you I'm a big fan, and I, I saw your uh, panel a few years back. We all did. It was it was pretty cool. It was you know I, I took things from it. Uh, you talked about your learning curve growing up, finding out you were dyslexic, blah blah blah, and." Um, I just wanted, you know, it would have been cool just to talk for a quick second. Again, it's not like there's a line out the door. Mm-hmm. Again, it's I gave him money. It was a Friday night. There wasn't a lot going there on. There was no, like, not a lot going on at all. Yeah, and this, this wasn't like you were in there Saturday in the thicket, thicket of it. There was no extent. There was no. There was nothing to my comment other than, oh yeah, cool, thank you. Okay, uh, give your phone to him. And so I gave him my phone, and he took a picture. He said, "All right, man, thanks for coming out." And just immediately started to push me away. I was like, hey, you know, really quick, you know, I, I'm doing Wizard Press. I wonder if we could maybe just uh, get a five-minute interview when you have downtime here. And he said, I only do press on Thursdays, which, okay, that's fine, too. Yeah. That is fine, too. And I, I'm sitting here bitching, not at Wizard. Or how do I say this? I'm not bitching about the... Interview. I'm not bitching about the fact I didn't get my interview. I understand that wholeheartedly. Right. Oh, I'm yeah. bitching about the fact that I gave over money. And I was going to, man, I was sitting here talking about it. When we came into this episode, I was like, I want to say this stuff, but I want to be kind of gentle <laughs> about it. But I'm getting pissed sitting here talking about it now. And um, I mean, it was a, it was your hero. It was somebody you looked up to. It was somebody you. I'm been jaded, around. you know. Yeah. And the last time I did something like that was meeting Adam West. And man, I only like at the time I was a little regretful because of how much it cost. Now that he's gone, and I was such a fan of Batman growing up, I'm glad I have it now. And maybe someday that'll happen with the thing I got from Henry Winkler. But I honestly, like, I have this thing signed, and I don't want to put it on the wall with the rest of the mm. stuff. The experience was so bad. I I could give a fuck. I don't want it up there. There's no personal It was sterile. to it. Yeah. yeah. It, what's it matter? I might as well have bought an eBay. Right. It would have been cheaper and been a better experience. <laughs> but it's just, it's irritating um, to also be brushed aside so easily being podcasters. We have influence, okay? I'm sorry to hit the table. I'm getting pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) But we have influence. We've had people come on the show and say thank you. I was at L.A. Comic Con, and people came up and said they bought my book because they heard it on Mm -hmm. your show. At this con, this con, Travis Horseman said he sold books 
based on the fact that people come up and say, I heard you on Canned Air. Nice. We have influence. Okay. You guys have been around six years. You you pride yourself on your professionalism. This isn't like we just started up last night. And I don't even say we as in Canned Air. I say we as in the podcast nation because we get a bad rap. Mm, We get a bad rap. And just hearing the word podcast, sometimes you see life leave people's eyes. You know, if you dress it up as internet radio, it's like, oh, really? Yeah, it makes it sound a little bit I've never heard that. Well, you've heard of a podcast. Oh. Yeah. Immediately, there's some kind of dismissal to it. Oh, I thought celebrities did podcasts. Well, and that's the thing. Celebrities do do podcasts, or at least did. As as we have found out through our personal experiences, that we're a lot of podcasts are getting a cold shoulder now mm-hmm. by these people. And it doesn't make sense to me. Okay, you might be irritated with... I mean, I've heard some podcasts out there that just like make me want to oh, yeah. claw my own eyes out. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. embarrassed for this person I don't know by the dumb shit they're throwing at this celeb that's giving them their time. Mm-hmm. For sure. I don't feel we're those people. I feel there are some interviews that have bombed, but I think for the most part, the people we've had on have had a good time. Just doesn't make a lot of sense because, again, we definitely have influence. Wizard knows that, too, because there's a lot of Wizard knows and appreciates that, that. The press credentials to be able to do the coverage. So they. I'm, yeah. And again, I'm not talking about Wizard here. Yeah. That's, I'm oh, glad you said that because that should be stated. That should be clarified. I am no way talking about Wizard because no, no. they have always appreciated the podcast and the influence that comes with it. Yeah. I'm talking about Henry Winkler and I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Get off, Henry. I I get being jaded with the job. And it's been how many years since he's been the Fonz? Fuck. Yeah. Like 80, what, two, three, something like that. So I get it. I get being jaded. But, man, I'm giving you hard-earned money. Just humor me a little bit. Humor me a little bit. And it's put me so far off that, like, I don't want to even bother talking to these people anymore, really. On a personal level. I'll do it for the show. But on a personal level, I will never buy an autograph again. Proclamation. I will sign a document right here. <laughs> it's just hard when you meet people you've looked up to. And it's... Yeah. I mean, I kind of had the same thing. Because I've always been a wrestling fan. And mm-hmm. I was waiting for you guys Saturday. And... Mm-hmm. Honky Tonk Man and Kevin Nash walk by. And so just like seeing them, you you know, people always say, like, I thought you'd be bigger or something like that. It's just it kind of takes the luster out of it a little bit. Just. Yeah, I I get it. And, you know, we've been we've become desensitized to it. Totally. Because like the first few people we had on that most people, when you say drop that name, they're like, who? Like, had us so excited we were giddy for weeks, mm. you know, just giddy for weeks and sitting here editing that I've just got the biggest smile. And, like, still to this day, you know, we get to talk to people that we deem our heroes, but it's just much different. You just you just get to the core of it. They're people. Right. They're just people. Right. You know, enough said. <laughs> <laughs> it's different with Stan Lee when they had a line of a thousand and you're getting pushed through. But with Henry Winkler, with nobody in line. That's just, just it. Just to sit and... Yeah. You appreciate that there someone's coming to see you for a little bit, not just be like, okay, what's your name? Give them your camera. Okay. And not only that, then we went, you know, after that, we left, we came back the next day and we talked to our friends who also have a booth there, you know, an artist who went over, Brian went over there to talk to him and was hoping to, you know, give him a copy of his book. And he just said he had the worst experience. I don't remember details, mm. but said he had a horrible experience. And we talked to somebody else Couple who had people. a bad experience. Like everybody we talked to that had met him was jaded. Mm-hmm. And that just is not cool, Fonz. And I've always heard good things, even though, well, he was on the radio, the local rock radio station here a couple weeks ago, or months ago, and they just talked, he sent them a bunch of books for their kids or something like that, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. not the good stuff, but of course they're semi-celebrities too, so maybe you have to actually be in the loop and yeah. known somewhat for yeah. them to do anything. I mean, he is a person, maybe he's just having a bad weekend. Yeah. Maybe he was upset because of the turnout. I don't know. Yeah. It, Maybe. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter. But that's besides the fucking point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's beside the yeah. point. When a performer takes stage, if they've had good or bad day, you've got to smile. Mm-hmm. Right. That's your job. Yeah. You're a fucking actor. <laughs> You're a monkey. Dance. You are an actor being paid. Dance monkey dance is right. <laughs> 
All right. I'm sorry about my tangent. I had to go off. I feel a lot better now. This is the best I've felt since the whole shit happened. Podcast be therapy. Isn't it, though? It mm. really freaking is. It really is. Um, hey, but it's our honest feedback. It's our honest feedback, and a lot of it, it was nothing Wizard World could control, so I hope they take no offense to what we said here. Again, we were honest. There are some things they can control. Yeah, trying to help them out. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's better than just, again, being a bunch of yes-men, right? Exactly. So um, take and do with that what you will, Wizard. We hope it was helpful and not offensive in any way, but... Man, the after party we then had, uh, after the con was over Saturday, it ended at 7, and we met at 8 o'clock at the Old North Arcade on High Street in Columbus, Ohio. It seemed like it took me forever to get there, taking High Street all the way up. I couldn't believe you took High Street. <laughs> we weren't. We were going to jump on 315 and go around, but then we didn't, and Misty even thought about 4th, like you said, going 4th, yeah. but... I think yeah, because man. the GPS put Fourth us out and on Summit the high, so are High Street's worst enemy. <laughs> because High, you know, it's natural reaction. It's like it's on. I'm on High Street. The place is on High Street. I might as well stay on this street. So much construction and so traffic oh and people God. and just scooters and just anything mm. you can think <clears> of. But yeah, the biggest part for me was getting out of the parking garage. Once I hit fourth, boy, I I coasted the rest of the way. I was there in like five minutes. I don't remember what way I went, but I didn't. Have, I coasted too. I must have. You must have went fourth. Was I, it like two lanes going north? Yeah, yeah, whole, yeah, 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 yeah. You went fourth. Yeah, yeah. Because I just I map quested the the um, Goodwill parking lot where rallies. Oh was. yeah. So I just ended up on Hudson, and I was right there. I should have. Well, I guess I ended up all right. We were following the map quest, and it's like two miles. All right, light, go, light, go, <laughs> light, go. Look at it. 1.8 miles. I'm like, come on. How far is it up here? <clears throat> Your arrival at destination time just keeps ticking up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we had, uh, we had uh, what, about 11, 12 people show up? Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty good turnout. Yeah, out was... there, a decent turnout. I want to thank everybody who did come out, uh, I guess. Big time. Again, Chris Minnick Weber, you know, supporter of the show, patron. He came out. Uh, that guy's a few right. guys I work with. Yeah, they're all all right by yeah. my book. People we used to work with, you mm -hmm. and I, Jack. Um, just good friends of the show and glad that everyone came out. Played some arcade games, oh, drank some yeah. beer, had some chicken and waffles, and uh, good times. Com camaraderie, right? Strong that, yeah. beer. Yeah, 9.9, .9, wasn't it? 9.95. <laughs> Woo, I was feeling it. 9.95. <laughs> I love any excuse to play some Spunkadelic. And being that we were already talking about the turtles, Jack, drop that fucking needle. And tell us what we got on the website. Go to Gander Podcast. I was thought you were going to try to make me say something about a song or something <laughs> like that. Go to GanderPodcast.com where you can see show highlights, guest info, listen to the show, follow us on all our social media, become a patron, buy some merch, watch some YouTube videos. And if you'd like to be a guest and promote our your work, not ours, send us an email on our contacts page. Makes more sense, doesn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> and if you find us on Insta, or excuse me, you can find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And a lot of the things we've been talking about right here on this episode are available uh, in those formats as well. You can see the pictures of our night at the arcade and of the con of the amazing cosplay we saw. All of it's on there. So check it out. And um, also, I forgot to mention at the top of this episode, I certainly should have, is that this episode is going to be taken and made into a video just of all of our pictures. So this will be on uh, YouTube where uh, you can, I don't, it won't, it won't be up as quick as this episode is. If you're listening to this, you know, right, right when it came out, it's not going to be available. But what, a few days? Yeah. Can you do it that quick? Me? I thought you were doing it. Oh. <laughs> You're the video guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I should be able to get it within by the weekend. That should be easy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I'll drive you what I, I don't have a whole lot to send, but I'll send you what I've got. Okay. We'll get that done. Um, so, any uh, potential vendors listening, Candir uh, will be hosting the Torg Gaming Summit next May in Lewis Center, Ohio, on May 30th. Um, if you know you are interested in participating, uh, booths are going to be. Uh, early bird special priced until February. Check us out at torgevents.com. That's T O R G events. And uh, yeah, uh, click on the shop button and that's where you can get your tables. But it's going to be fun. We're going to have guests, uh, celebrities, comic vendors, toys, games. I mean, it's, it's going to yeah. be a blast. 
and we're going to be there. We're going to yep. be emceeing and pulling strings and shaking babies, kissing hands. <laughs> Not quite in that order. But, um, yeah, yeah, very good, very good. And our other podcast, What If, at whatifpod.com. If you search Candare Productions in your podcast player of choice, you should get this and that show. Um, searching What If series works as well. And I only preface all this because there are multiple shows out there that have What If in the title. So finding it. Yeah. So we're the one with the yellow text and the blue space background. But yeah, on our, sh- our other show, What If, we're about to release uh, actually tomorrow. By the time you're hearing, they might be releasing at the same time actually. Mm. The uh, Halloween episode, we talk about what if vampires really existed. The precautions we'd have to take on the daily just to avoid certain death or immortality, rather. Mm, Yes. Um, What else have we talked about? What if Bigfoot had actually been discovered? What if we could control the weather? What What else? What if the Thanos snap was real? What if the Thanos Mm. snap actually happened? A lot of... And, you know, I've I've gotten some feedback on that episode. A lot of good feedback saying that's stuff I never thought about that the movie probably should have addressed. You know, like phasing in and out of each other. People who are in traffic or on airplanes when they phase back. Come back and just... Or lip back, excuse me. but yeah. Yeah, so let the, let those be the seeds of intrigue that bring you over to whatifpod.com and check out our other show there. And um, Wizard, no hard feelings. I hope you didn't take it take it bad. We didn't mean to, we're not coming on here to badmouth you or talk shit or anything. We're just sharing our experience. And we hope it, it goes into planning next year's. And uh, again, we had a great time this year. Yeah. I had fun. We'll be there next year. We'll certainly yeah. be there next year. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. thank you for setting us up. As... Not to meet Henry Wink, <laughs> no, but no. we'll be there. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for this week. So until, or for not this week, this is in the week episode. This is just a special episode. That's going to do it for this episode. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And keep watching the skis. <laughs> History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.